All right, it's Friday morning. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Halkerin, Director of Marketing at the MLive Media Group. And don't forget, um, it is Valentine's Day this weekend, which is on Sunday. You would expect in every other podcast that I'm going to swing into like 1-800-Flowers. That's not what I'm doing here. I'm just giving you a friendlier. This is not a commercial to get Sherry's Berries or anything like that. This is just me telling you that perhaps, probably... You should have remembered by now, and if you have not, it's early enough on Friday that you should be able to rectify that situation. So I'm helping you instead of a sponsor. You're welcome, Internet. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. What up, what up? It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, the Director of Marketing at the MLive Media Group, and lots of fun things to talk about on a Friday. We will start with good news and we'll morph into not-so-good news or news we should be concerned about or at least mindful of, right? The great news is that Instagram finally, finally allows you to swap between two different accounts. This is single-handedly the best uh, social media news, I think, of 2016 because the fact that Instagram has joined 2010 and allowed you to swap between two accounts is something that I know every marketer and every brand advocate and anybody who's had to monitor or manage an account has wanted for just about ever because there's nothing more annoying than having to log out, log back in, take the photo, go through the whole process, add all the hashtags, send out the photo, log out, and start that process over again for your own personal brand. Now you can swap between the two, which is amazing. The other awesome thing that Instagram has done this week specifically is they're now going to tell you about the video view count so that when you make a video and you put it on Instagram, you can see how many people are consuming it, which is another piece that we have all wanted. That's the thing. As much as Instagram has a ton of white space, there's a ton of places to play on Instagram that don't necessarily exist in Facebook, which is, to me, um, you know, Instagram is kind of like craft beer. There's lots of space for lots of experimentation because it's still in its infancy of this next launch, this next phase. Where Facebook, although the targeting is brilliant and I love everything they have going on on the platform, if you started today, it's much more like starting a soda company. It's a really noisy space, and you're going to have to do some work to rise above the din and be successful. You can still do that with a killer strategy, but you've got to have the chops in order to do that. Where Instagram there's still some time to noodle around. Not a lot of time to noodle around, but still some time. So the fact that they're adding metrics at a key point where lots of people are pouring into the platform is great for everyone who's been on the platform and certainly everyone who will pour into the platform. That is awesome, awesome news. And last bit of Instagram news, if you uh, want some fun for Friday afternoon, Forever 21 opened an account four days ago called Forever 21 Plus. Obviously, you understand the marketing design behind said account. One of the first photos they put up, a lot of customers took umbrage to because they felt that she wasn't plus enough. Truth be told, Forever 21, they start their plus sizes at 12, and I guess industry average is 14. That's neither here nor there. However, they took umbrage, and so the very next day, Forever 21 went all in on plus size models and put up a photo that you kind of have to see to believe. But I cannot figure out if it was just killer strategy 
or it's somebody in their department who has a fair amount of snark that just wanted to kind of stick it to the internet who thought that they weren't plus enough because the two that are in the photo, the photo is gorgeous, the designs are gorgeous, the fashion is awesome, but they certainly hit the mark for the plus size promise that the brand has said with the Forever 21 Plus moniker. So go check that out on Instagram. Okay, so got a question this morning from Jeff Leach, who works here. You can find him on Twitter at the Jeff Leach. He's doing some amazing work in YouTube right now where he's talking about demand side platforms and how to understand audiences. So if that's something that you're into, uh, he's got some really killer pieces out this week that you should check out. However, he asked a question about Twitter because the news came out this week that essentially they had a really, really bad year and they were flat in users heading into fourth quarter and then lost a million users in the fourth quarter of 2015. That is bad, 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 bad news for growth. However, they are still a company valued at about $10 billion. So this is the thing that I've been saying about, about Twitter. Um, they're going to roll out a whole bunch of new products between now and I, I believe the Summer Olympics is when they want to have this huge ad campaign. Because if you have spent any time advertising on Twitter, you're going to have hit or miss luck on there. I've not really had consistent wins on Twitter because I think it's much harder to get their platform to work for you than it is for Facebook. I think Facebook just kills them in the way that you can advertise on Facebook and Instagram and get success in a very meaningful way. Twitter has not necessarily done that. Their customer service is fantastic. Getting into the ad platform is fantastic. I just don't think the results are fantastic. And I think part of it comes from my favorite Chris Hardwick quote, which is, Twitter is a lot like spray painting a sentence on the side of a car that travels around a city at 40 miles an hour. And if you happen to catch that car at the right moment long enough to read the sentence, then the message is delivered. Otherwise, not so much. Now, they've been playing around with the while you've been away tweets and juicing with the algorithm, which, of course, last week brought up the hashtag that Twitter is dead because all of the users that are on there will be mad about that because it screws up the cascade of information that they call a news feed, which, of course, is the problem with getting mainstream human beings into Twitter. It's hard to understand. It's hard to interject in the middle. Most people don't understand to go to Twitter search and start conversations about things that you're interested in. All of those things aside, Twitter is still a viable brand. It is not something that I think is going to reach, and nor should it really, it's not something that should or would reach the celebrity status of a Facebook. We People still use Vine. They love Vine. There's space for that. People use Tumblr. They love Tumblr. People are using Medium. They love Medium. There's plenty of space for social mediums that don't need to be as big as Facebook. Here is the thing, though. If you're going to advertise on Twitter, you need to understand who is on there. There is a very specific type of human being, regardless of genre that they're into, that's using Twitter in real time and continuing to bluster up a conversation about whatever they're into. The place where Twitter is killing and still killing all of the other platforms and will continue to do so, which is specific to the Summer Olympics that we're rolling up to and then the election therein after, as you saw last night with the Democratic debate on PBS, is they kill it in live events. So if you can figure out how to do an ad campaign around a live event, well, then you got something on the Twitter platform that you might not necessarily have, excuse me, on the Facebook platform. Although Facebook is messing around with that sports arena where you can have a conversation surrounding the Super Bowl. Or if you're in Wrigley Field, you can have a conversation about people who are in Wrigley Field watching the same thing that you're doing. They're playing around with it, but they are not as, and I mean not as successful as Twitter is at the live space. And that's 
really key to what Twitter is doing. Now, they're going to try and innovate, and they're going to try and go after Facebook, and they're going to try and restart growth. But if history is our guide, that isn't really their friend. There really, really has not been a platform in the social space that has stalled in user base and relaunched themselves to success. Friendster didn't stick around. MySpace wasn't able to do it. And we talked about it last year. Instagram blew by Twitter as far as users last year. And of course, the end of fourth quarter didn't help Twitter at all. And the way things are going from a revenue standpoint, Instagram will blow by Twitter by the end of next year in revenue. However, it's really not that big of a deal if you just can sit in your lane. If Twitter is okay between 5 and $10 billion in an evaluation and making more money because they made more money in 2015 than they did in 2014 with a smaller user base. So this goes back to when I'm talking to you about page views and uniques and those sort of metrics. They don't matter until you get to a conversion. It doesn't matter if you have a million people on your Facebook page if you can't sell three books. That doesn't matter. What matters is if you have three people on your Facebook page that give you $1,000 a year. That's a killer conversion rate. So if Twitter can make more money on less people because they love the platform and they love what the platform's doing, to me, you need to innovate. You need to play around. You need to test. You need to evolve the platform. But I would be really a bit gun shy about evolving it too much to lose the user base that's actually making you more money. So Jeff Leach, to answer your question, I don't think they're going to be able to innovate to bring mass media human beings, like an entire mass of people, to the space that aren't already at the space. They lost a million people in the fourth quarter of 2015. However, I do think that there's a ravenous user base right now that loves this platform, and that will continue to go. And so you might want to think about hanging out with those people and figuring out what they want and then build the platform and innovate the platform around things that your current user base is using so that they can, as we've talked about a million times on this podcast, they can be your advocates to start bringing new users back into the platform. Will you reach Facebook status? No, you will not, nor do you. You can be successful without being Facebook. There are a lot of people proving that through. And I think when you look at the comparison between Periscope and Facebook Live, again, I'm telling you, Facebook Live is a better product than Periscope. But there are people that like Periscope, and there are people that are making money on Periscope, and there are people that are going to advertise on Periscope. So it can be a viable platform and a viable piece of equipment and a tool for some people who really like it, but it doesn't need to be the tool that everybody likes. This, to me, is a platform right now that is in a prime position to fire the client if they want to. They don't need to have everybody. They just need to have people on Twitter that really love Twitter which they have right now. So all the innovations aside, Jeff, they are not going to grow uh, and explode in the way that they think they will by adding more GIFs and more videos, although they should do all of those things, stickers and that. And again, I've been talking about, I really think that Twitter is going to steal a lot from Peach, like the magic words. You'll see that and them going all in on stickers, GIFs and videos tends to more model some of the platforms that are over in China and Japan. And I think you'll continue to see that stuff, but it will never be never ever ever be the platform for everybody it's too hard to understand and it moves too fast that said it can still be wildly successful without being the biggest ship in the ocean all right have a great friday i hope you have an amazing and i mean amazing valentine's day weekend we will talk on monday 
It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. And as always, if you want to reach out to me, it's eric at mlive.com, or you can get at me on Twitter by searching Eric Hulkerin or at Polymath and Vine, P-O-L-Y-M-A-T-H-A-N-D-V-I-N-E. It's easy to think of. You can find me at the corner of Polymath and Vine. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast. Have an awesome weekend.